72% of entrepreneurs are struggling with mental health. Most don't ask for help. Today is the day we change that. Today is the day we prioritize and destigmatize mental health. We are entrepreneurs, visionaries, high achievers, change makers. We defy the odds every single day. We dream the biggest dreams. We fail and fall flat on our faces. We get up and try harder. We believe in our ideas even when everyone around us doubts them. We are driven to find the solutions to the world's biggest problems. We speak because our voice matters. We show up because we make a difference. We share our most vulnerable stories because we know someone can finally find the courage to share theirs. And in our collective sharing, we rise, we heal, and we embody brave visibility. In today's episode, we sat down with Adamaris Mendoza, a trained psychotherapist, mindset, and business strategy coach. We talked about how when you start taking care of your mental health, it makes it so much easier to share things with your audience that show your vulnerable side. Getting the support system you need is crucial for business success, especially if you are working through depression and anxiety. Being an entrepreneur can be lonely, so we talk about how building these support systems can help you overcome the loneliness. Keep on listening if someone you love is putting up a persona to hide their true selves. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Brave Visibility. I'm Yasmin Anel, and I'm joined with my co-host here. Kim Raluna. Hi, everyone. Yeah, we're so excited, you guys, because we have an amazing guest today. Her name is Adamaris Mendoza. Adamaris, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I am honored and excited to share with you guys today. Now, Adamaris, I think I've known you for about two years or so. It Maybe it's two to three years. It feels like I've known you for a very, very long time and super blessed that we got to meet in person one time in San Diego. And I just love your passion for what you do. And that's really why we wanted you to be here with us today. You know, you have a background in therapy. You worked as a therapist. And then you started, um, you know, putting yourself out there as a mindset coach. And now you're doing business strategy. So fill in the gaps for us. Uh, Just tell us a little bit about yourself. And so our guests can be familiar with you. Yes, I I I'm so happy to have met you as well because you're passionate as as I am. So I think that's how we connected <laughs> because Aww. we're very passionate <laughs> beings. <laughs> and humor is passionate as well, even though I haven't met her in person, but I can totally tell, right? So passionism is very important to me. Um, I actually started working corporate. I have a business degree. And years and years and years ago, I'm not going to say how many, um, I, I worked in corporate uh, <laughs> and with budding entrepreneurs. And um, I succumbed to the hustle um, mm. because, you know, I believed that I had to overwork everybody else in order to succeed. And so I overworked my body into a completely uh, broke breakdown. And so my body, my health broke down and I had to, I was working in the investment banking industry at that time. And I had to completely quit because I could not leave my house. 
Um, wow. I couldn't eat. Um, my ha- I lost my hair. Um, I really didn't think I was going to make it. Like I really didn't think I was going to live. And depression and uh, anxiety. It was. I couldn't even eat leave my house. It was. I honestly thought that was it for me. I wasn't going to make it to my forties. And I, you know, I asked God, like, you know, can you just it, it, can you just help me because this is it for me. And wow. uh, after that, I had a, kind of sort of like an awakening. I want to say I didn't hear any voices, but I felt some. I felt passionate that I really wanted to live and I wanted to help other people because I knew that I couldn't be the only person that people mm. thought was successful because from the outside, right, I was working in the banking industry, um, you know, people with, she's successful, she's living a great life and I was miserable. And so I was passionate about that and I hired a mentor. Um, we started working on my mindset, um, my health, rec- you know, I recuperated. And so then I went, I decided I'm going to go back to school as I heal because um, I, you know, I'm going to become a psychotherapist at the time. That's how I thought that I could help other people. And it took me about four to five years to recover. Um, mm. That's how long it took me. And I went to, to, through school through that. That's the only thing I was doing because that's the only thing I had energy for. And I became a psychotherapist. And um, that's how I helped hundreds, thousands of people um, as a psychotherapist, hun- women uh, in the same situation. And then after that, I realized that as a coach, I could reach women around the world because being a, as a therapist, I had a very limited regional reach, mm. right? Because of, you know, laws and all, all those stuff. And so as a coach, I've been able to le- reach more women and really speak my mind, not bounded by, you know, whatever the board wants me to speak or not. And so yeah. it's, been, it's been a blessing to be able to walk women through this. That's amazing. Wow. And one of the things that I think is is so amazing is because you've worked with so many people. You've seen kind of everything, all of the all of the experiences, all the things that people are going through. And I feel like a lot of our listeners, they probably feel like they're alone. Like oftentimes when we're going through these mental health things or we don't know why we're crashing and burning, we feel like we're the only one that it's happening to. And I think just the fact that you said you work with hundreds, even thousands of of people that have been going through a lot of really crazy things um, just lets everybody know, like, we're not alone in this journey. Mm. A lot of us are going through this stuff and it's completely okay. You know, that's, that's really to me, like, that's the thing that stuck out to me when you said it because you're just like hundreds, even thousands. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like, like I, I know when I'm going through something, it feels like I'm the only one and nobody can understand me and nobody can relate. But, you know, I feel, I guess that's why part of the reason why we put this podcast together is yeah. like gathering everyone and, and really be su- supportive of that community. So that's, that's really, really incredible. So I know you, um, you talk a lot about, you know, the importance of, you know, self-care and how there's really a lack of self-care amongst entrepreneurs. And even though I see a lot of them preaching it, like they're being preached, like, oh, that they're doing all this self-care and everything. Um, it seems to me like even though it's being preached all the time, they're not actually doing it. So, mm. so what is your experience with that? What would you say to someone if they came to you and like, yeah, I'm doing the self-care and you're like, no, you're actually kind of not. <laughs> Yes. And, and I wanted to bring a, a, a point that we discussed earlier that, you know, that we feel that we're alone and nobody else is going through this is that there was a study conducted and it was found that 72% of entrepreneurs um, deal with one or more 
um, you know, mental illness situations like ADD, bipolar, depression, anxiety, addiction. So uh, no, we are not alone. 72% is a whole lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, the problem is that because of the stigma and the shame, we don't talk about it because we have to put this persona right? We create this branding personas and that's the persona that we have to lead with, which is actually um, one of the hugest causes of us falling into anxiety and depression because we built up this brand persona that we have to keep up at all times. And that takes a whole lot of energy to not be you, right? Because you're yeah. not being authentic. You're being this persona that is supposed to, you know, sell and that people want to see and you can't, you know, show weakness or you do because people some people build personas where they can't show weakness but then some people build personas where it's always drama and it's always weakness mm. and that's how their followers <laughs> commit so you cannot expect to live a personal happy balanced you know harmonious life um if your persona is drama because mm -hmm. drama you're going to be attracting it into your life right yeah and you build a persona where you're unbreakable, uh, then you just can't sustain that energy. You cannot be unbreakable 100% of the time. And coming in and out of the persona drains you. Yeah. And so you don't have energy to deal with regular life, right? And so mm. I see that a, a lot of people um, say that they're doing self-care and then they take selfies at the beach or they are shopping or this and that. That is not self-care. You're just having <laughs> fun. Like if you're at the beach, you're having fun. Maybe you can, maybe it could be part of your self-care if you're meditating at the beach and relaxing. But a lot of people are at the beach just for the selfie and then they run back in and they just <laughs> Right. So <laughs> that's, that's me because I don't want to be at the beach. Like I'm like, Oh, it's too hot. I'm going inside. <laughs> I get that. I I'm highly sensitive. So I don't love the sand and all that yeah. it's too messy for me, yeah. but <laughs> self-care is, is really more about your mental hygiene, your mental health. Mm -hmm. What I recommend to everybody is everybody should know a therapist. Everybody mm -hmm. should have a go-to person um, that they can go regularly or once a month or once every two months where they can really, you know, unpack everything that they're feeling. And there is no fear of, oh, this person's going to know my stuff. Uh, or if it's a family or friend or spouse, you know, there's things that you want to say that you don't want to tell them because once you say something, you can't unsay it. And so um, I recommend that everybody should have a go-to person um, for the budding entrepreneurs that are just starting and say, well, you know, I don't have health insurance. So there's the barrier to, mm -hmm. to care, right? I, there are, every city has places where um, they have grants. So you can go in and say, hey, this is how much I can pay. Um, and they have services. So all you have to do is really look into each city because all of them have places like that, but you should really have that on your speed dial to make an yeah. appointment because that is self-care, you know, mm -hmm. having coaches and mentors that have been there that can not coaches that are only pushing you. Cause I had a client where, you know, she was like, I have a coach that's a man and he just puts fear into me. And it reminds me of when I was a child and my dad was, mm -hmm. you know, would just be like bullying me. So that's the only way that I can take action. She's always sick. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's not Self-care, that is yeah. not help, oof, helpful. That is not good yeah. mentorship. That is actually mm. making you worse, right? Yeah. So, you know, find mentorship that can, that's actually creating a space for you and supporting you and not pushing you because mm -hmm. you, you don't need to be pushed, you know, over the abyss. You need to be supported so that you don't fall 
<laughs> off, off the abyss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, into the abyss. So that's yeah. what, you know, self-care is. It doesn't mean, you know, go meditate every day because some, you know, it's, that's difficult for some people or not. I, for example, meditate with music because silence just, I just can't. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, find things that, you, you know, can lower your revolutions, uh, not accelerate them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I love that you talked about like the entrepreneurs, like, you know, like they don't have like insurance or things like that. And there's free support groups. I mean, every, I've never met a city where there wasn't free, been in the city was free support groups for anything that you're going through. Um, there's always people that are willing to, to talk to you. You'd be totally surprised. Um, the people that you could find. And then for something that I do personally is I actually use the talk space app. So you can book in a call to like talk with your therapist like once a month and you can send them like little messages like throughout the day or things like that when you're having, you know, a rough time. And so we have accessibility to it. I think a lot mm. of people are just kind of making an excuse um, like, oh, I don't have money to go see a therapist. And I'm like, well, they have like apps that aren't that expensive at all. You know, if you really want to take care of yourself, like you're going to do it, you know? So yeah, yeah. it's about the it's priorities. About Oh, yeah. there you go. <laughs> we're connected. That's yeah. why we, we, we connect. Yes, it's about priorities because if you can spend or let's say invest, right, 5,000, 10,000 on, on a business coach, but then you're not going to spend, you know, $100 an hour, $150 an hour, or even sometimes it's even less on somebody that's really taking care of your mental health, which you need mm. to live. So I, I think a lot of times it's about priority and what we what we show to the world. Cause it's, it's, mm -hmm. you know, like it's kind of like making a better face for yourself. If you were saying, well, I hired this coach that is, I don't know how much. Um, and, but you know, saying, Oh, I had a therapist that's 5,000, mm -hmm. like, you know, that there's no, um, kind of status on that. And so yeah. it's, it's what we put as priorities. Like a Louis Vuitton, I could buy a Louis Vuitton bag and take all these pictures with the Louis Vuitton bag, but I can't pay a therapist $150 mm. to, to help me not, you know, just collapse. So, yeah. Yeah. I want to piggyback on what you just said, Adamaris. I love the fact that you pointed out that it's not, it doesn't sound super sexy when you say I have a therapist, right? It, there's actually some sort of a, I guess, like a stigma attached to it that some people don't even want to like mention that they have a therapist, yeah. even if they have one, right? So uh, what would you say to those people? For those who are thinking it's a, you know, it's a bad thing. I would say, uh, you know, it's your life, right? And so I, after I went through the experience that I went through, I dropped all my personas, right? When I was sick and it, my, my friends didn't even know. Um, mm. I would only go to birthday parties. I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm Puerto Rican. I lived in Puerto Rico. It was a party every day. It was a social <laughs> event every, like two social events a day. And everybody expects you to be at all of them, right? And so I mustered energy just to show up to some of them so that they wouldn't know. All they knew was that I was losing weight. I said, oh, you look great. You look amazing. You've lost so much weight. And on this side, I'm like, I'm dying. <laughs> and that's why I've lost all this weight. But I couldn't tell anybody because I was ashamed. Mm right? And so I put up a persona. And so after I went through that experience, I was like, I was going to die. So you know what? I don't care what people think anymore because that led me to almost dying. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's really becoming real and raw with yourself and saying, is this worth it? Because your business can go, can go under tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. But what about your life? You know, how many mm -hmm. entrepreneurs go through 
a new business every year. So your business could die tomorrow. You create a new business the next day, but this is your life. This is your kids. This is, this is, you know, what you have. And so I made a decision when I became an entrepreneur that my business is not number one. Me is first. Second is my marriage. And then is my business and everything else. And so if I have to quit, I will quit because I could go work somewhere else. I could get a job and make money, right? Um, but I only have this life. And if I'm in a hospital um, because, you know, I had a breakdown or, you know, who knows what, then what I can't, there's, there's yeah. nothing else. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah, I think it's just, it's really interesting that, yeah, there's still so much shame around it, but it makes me so grateful that there's like celebrities that are coming out and speaking up about it. And like the royal family in the UK Mm -hmm. are speaking up about it. And, you know, it makes me so happy that they're doing that because as a person who has suffered from depression for majority of my life, um, you know, it, it makes me almost happy to see that. I was like, oh my gosh. Selena Gomez is having a meltdown. Like she's like me, you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, so it's, it's kind of, it's, it makes me happy that people are finally starting to come out. And recently, because, you know, a big, large of my uh, portion of my community is entrepreneurs. And I had sent out an email that said, I've been diagnosed. And I said all these things that I had been diagnosed with. And I'm like, I have all the D's, you know, I got PTSD, OCD, ADD, depression, anxiety, like I got it all, you know, and, um, and sending out that email, I had thousands of people reply and say, Oh my gosh, Kimmer, I didn't know that you've been going through those things. I didn't know that this was happening. And I was like, that's because all these other entrepreneurs, they show their glamorous life and all of this stuff. And that's all they show on their Instagram and their Facebook. Mm. And they don't show what's really happening underneath. I was like, I haven't met any entrepreneur that isn't suffering through some sort of mental something that's going on with yeah. And so I think we need to really start breaking that stigma because it's, it's, it's so common amongst entrepreneurs versus even the general population, you know? And, and sometimes I think it's almost like people that are going through those things, we're almost like psychologically unemployable. Like that's what I say to people. I'm like, I'm psychologically unemployable. Like I couldn't really have a job, you know, like my boss would be like, what the heck is wrong with you? Um, so, you know, like I think it, it almost like it's people that are going through that almost desire to be entrepreneurs. Like we want to pave our own way. Like maybe it's something going on in our brains. Um, but I do think, yeah, that stigma is just so, so big. So what would mm. you say about, you know, people, cause I know you were work with people with visibility, what would you say to people when they, they have maybe some of these vulnerable things that they're, maybe they're ready to share some of these things online? What would you say to them? Um, and how for, how like for them to like approach that when they have something they, they do want to start sharing and do, they do want to open up to their audience instead of just showing the glam all the time? Yes. I think the number one, um, advice that, you know, I would give and give my clients is, do not share anything that you have not really processed and worked through with a therapist. Um, Cause you know, we all have different life experiences. So it, it's going to vary what you, what you went through that you want to share or not share. So I don't recommend anybody sharing something that they are still struggling with um, because that's just going to put more pressure on you and that's not mm. going to be helpful. So only share the things that you really process that when you talk about it, 
you feel, right? Because we, we're still going to feel the emotion, but it doesn't overwhelm you. And it's mm. been a while, right? It, it mm. wasn't like you, you went, you, you over, you processed that yesterday or last week, mm-hmm. um, because you can get a high from that and feel like, oh my gosh, I need to share this. But I really don't recommend that until it's been, a, it's been a while, right? It depends for everybody how much time that's going to be, mm-hmm. but it's been a while. So when you talk about it, you, you feel, but it doesn't overwhelm you. It doesn't, you know, completely overwhelm you into tears and it doesn't break you down. And I, mm. I don't recommend you sharing that over and over. Like, you know, when we hear artists and songwriters, um, you, we can see the songs that they sing and it, it has a correlation with their life, right? Mm-hmm. When you are singing about tragedy all the time and tragedy that happened to you or, you know, horrendous love life constantly, you will see that reflected in their mm-hmm. lives. So, I don't recommend you sharing that over and over and over again. And, and then, you know, when you share, share, how, you know, what you got from that, right? It's not about just sharing that just for the sake of sharing it, but what was the lesson that other people hmm. take from that? So you take a tragedy, um, a very difficult situation and you, you know, you went through and you make it a really positive learning experience for for other people that are listening because they're they're going to be like oh my gosh I went through that and I thought that was horrible there was no good that came from that but then you share your good your lesson mm-hmm. your transformation yeah and that's actually happened to me when I'll share something vulnerable I mean that's why a lot of my audience like follow me because they're like oh my gosh come you're so raw you're so real and when I share things then people that are just like oh I'm a therapist I'll help you with this I'm like uh-huh. sharing this after I've gone through it. Like, I'm not like, like, I'm not just sharing, dumping things out. Like, and when I'm in the middle of something going on, like I wait until I have processed and a lot of stuff, it's things that were happened when I was a child or things like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like, I've already gone through that. Like, I'm good, girl. Like I'm happier than like, I've ever been like, you know, but I, that happens to me all the time when I share something that is vulnerable, people will come out and be like, Oh, I can help you. You know, I'm your healer. And I'm your person through this. I'm like, I've already healed through that. Like, I'm all right. Like, I got this, you know, like, I've been working on my mental health for a long time. Like I I got I got my support system. I'm good to go. Um, So that was another thing I wanted to talk about was support systems. Um, You know, I think that as entrepreneurs, we get really lonely. Uh, we're sitting behind our computer um, and we're like, where is everybody? There's no other humans I'm talking to. It's like, you know, if we have a pet, like that's like our, you know, that's basically like our team, you know, like, you know, like the kid coming in, like, you know, it's like, okay, like my kid's in here, but it's like, we don't really have, you know, that same sort of thing, especially if we're an online business owner. So, so what would you say to people that are kind of looking for that support team, um, that, you, you know, cause it's probably going to be virtual, you know, what, how, what would you say to people looking for that? I totally recommend people to have that as a priority. Um, and you know, you need a variety of support, right? So mm-hmm. like I said, a therapist on speed dial would, would really be recommend, you know, I really recommend that. Um, of course, coaching and mentorship for business, because we all, we know we all need that. Um, but, you know, have regular friends. I have friends that used to, that are therapists that I used to work with um, and we meet for lunch uh, regularly. And so I have contact with, you know, what the real world is and to remind me why I, I am an, I chose to be an entrepreneur. So when struggles happen, I'm like, but I chose this because of this. Right. And, mm-hmm. and so there is like a connection with the real world, um, connection with some of my family members, not all of my family members. Cause you know, you, you can't be 
happy, happy with all your family members. That's yeah. just not going to happen. And so choose mm-hmm. wisely. Um, so I have connection with my family members that, you know, love me and support me no matter what I go through. It's a very reduced number, like three people, but you know, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> that's the reality. Right. And so, and, and also it know, happens. Yeah. And that's, that's a huge part because a lot of people, you know, they just want to be good with everybody in the family. And that mm. is, you can't, stress. yeah, it, it causes mental illness, you know, like it's talk about saving your sanity. Yeah. Get rid of the toxic people. And it doesn't mean you're just going to go through your entire list of friends and family and just delete their phone numbers. But I think reducing like the interaction or reducing yeah. the the consistency if someone is always giving you negative energy or they're just always criticizing you and judging you that's not going to help you elevate yourself to a next level it's just going to get in the way and so that's that that's very important and that's mm-hmm. why therapy is important too so you can you know manage those things with the therapist because they there's shilt, guilt and shame that comes along with that and so mm-hmm. you you need someone that's professional to really help you with that and and your body as well right i get a massage once a month i try to get them more often but my body is too sensitive and just wouldn't have it so once a month so you need to really address your body because your body takes on all the chem- when you're in a negative situation or hard struggle there's anxiety there's a lot of chemicals that are toxic that get secreted mm. and they are stored in your body and they become later on serious illnesses so you want to be able to have you know a regular massage where your lymphatic system gets cleaned up um, and, you know, all those toxic chemicals are released and your muscles are, you know, are relaxed. So you want it to take care. Some people do massages and some people are doing those. Um, I forgot what they're called. Those water tanks as well. It gives you a great. I, I can't do it because I just. that's too. Yeah. Painful. The isolation tanks. Yeah. I the can. water. Yeah. I freezing can. water. Yeah. It's too close, but um, pool, um, you know, you can sit in your tub, you know, but you need to pay attention, exercise, right? Um, not to kill yourself. I mean, it's not like running an Ironman every day because that loads <laughs> off the body. As I see some entrepreneurs then do that. It's like, I'm going to run an Ironman and then I'm going to make seven figures in my business. And then my whole family just disappears. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, it's like, yeah, I ran an Ironman this year and my business hit seven figures and I had a divorce and my kids don't like me. And they won't say that, right? So yeah. they'll just leave that out. And yeah. so, you know, just harmony, not balance. Don't strive for balance because that's impossible, but strive mm-hmm. for harmony, right? So take care of your body. Just do something that, you know, your body likes and your your mental health with your professional therapist and then your support in terms of family members, friends that, you know, you can giddy, you can have fun with um, and keep you grounded. And then, you know, you can also have business support. Find also in the entrepreneur world, friends that are real, right? Not surround, all, a lot of times you meet all, all these entrepreneurs that just want to get to you because they want to make you their clients, right? So, hmm. you know, watch out for that and just, you know, Try to, it's, it's going to take a minute, but find people that are real that you can relate mm-hmm. to and have like a bestie business friendship that you can, you know, share things with. I think that would I be love a that. great uh, support system. I love I, that. I agree. And I, 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 it took me quite a while to really find like those business besties, you know, Yasmin obviously has became one of my business besties, uh-huh. um, which is, then of course we start a podcast together. Um, <laughs> 
you know, because we were so passionate about the same thing, you know, but we can talk to each other about things that are going on with us. And, and I think it's really important to, to find those people. You know, I do have a few people that I talk to. And when I was going through a divorce 18 months ago, like right when the divorce was like happening, I had reached out to one of my friends and I was like, Hey, do you, do you have the emotional capacity to, for me to just dump on you right now? And at the time she couldn't, she was like, no, like my grandma's dying, like all this sort of stuff. And I was just like, okay, great. Well, I'm glad I asked you. I'll move on to somebody else, you know? And so I think that we also have to remember that if our friend is an entrepreneur, they're going through a bunch of crazy things too. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's important for us to reach out and say, Hey, like I do have something that's going on. I would really just love to talk to you. Even if it's just for five minutes, like I'm going insane, you know, um, and, and ask them if they have the capacity for that too. Because we're respecting yeah. their boundaries as well. Yeah. Because they might be yeah. scared to say, even though they're one of your close friends, they might be scared to say, like, I can't deal with this. Because um, yes. that happened to me with my best friend growing up. Like, she was going through a whole bunch of stuff. And I was just like, I cannot do this right now. I'm about to have a baby coming out. Like, I need you to go and call somebody else because, like, I just yeah. can't. And sometimes it's hard to say that. But I just, I was like, yo, like, I can't. Like, I'm going to go crazy. Like, I just yeah, dealing with your stuff and my stuff right now at the same time. Um, and so it can be hard, but we gotta, we gotta have boundaries both ways, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's why you have a therapist. Other. Yes. That's, and that's why it's important to have a therapist because if you're going through something that's really, really difficult, you want to go to that therapist first and process mm-hmm. and unpack because he's a professional. Hopefully mm-hmm. they know how to handle that. Right. <laughs> so we have therapists, we have extreme self care. So you yeah. can unpack that first. So when you go to that friend, when you go to that business bestie, that other person, you're not carrying that negative emotional energy and dumping it into them. You're just mm-hmm. going there for questions, just talk, just, you know, support, but you're not immediately dumping everything on them. And that's why I say have a therapist on speed dial. Yeah. yeah. And you, you said something really amazing earlier. And I actually wrote it down because I'm going to like make like a little graphic and like post it with you. <laughs> so you said, you said, don't strive for balance, strive for harmony. And yeah. there's all of this stuff like, oh, I need this perfect work-life balance. And and I had talked to this one woman before. I said, I don't think that's a realistic thing. I'm like, I have three kids. I'm now a single mom. Like, there's no such thing as balance. My kids, I mean, when we were first getting out of this interview, my son is screaming because we're potty training him. You know, <laughs> like, you know, like, I mean, like, I, I'm like, what are you talking about this word balance? So what does it mean to you for someone to to strive for harmony? Like what are maybe three or four tips you can give someone that are, that are looking for that in their life or business? I think the most important thing is to be in the now, be Mm -hmm. in this Mm -hmm. moment, like allow yourself to talk to your body. Right. I have some clients that, you know, they're like, I feel this and I feel that and I don't know what's going on. I'm like, have you asked your body what's going on? Mm. Your body knows what's going on. Have you had a conversation and asked, what are you feeling right now? Um, and I, I teach my clients to use tapping for that, right? Mm, so that, you know, I love a, lot times, tapping. a lot of times people have been repressing for so long that it takes a minute for the body to want to speak because it's mm-hmm. like, you've yeah. been ignoring me for all these years. You don't pay attention to me. So what they cause is pain in order for you to pay attention. So I would say, pay attention to what, what you need in this moment, right? Like, Kim, mm. for example, yeah, your, your son is screaming um, and someone in business can say, just tune it out. Somebody's taking care of him. You don't have to go over there. This is work time. And when you're working, you don't talk about, you don't do personal stuff. And when you're in your personal time, you don't do business stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not realistic. And it actually, it's worse because you're sitting mm-hmm. here and trying to do business stuff, worrying and thinking mm. that he's not taken care of, that he's afraid that he, you know, he needs to do whatever he needs to do. And so 
saying, what I need right now is not to do business right now. I need to say, hey, one moment, I need to pause, take care of that so that I can be okay in the moment. Mm-hmm. And if you're with your family and your kids and you're on vacation, you're having family time, but you something pops up that it's business, it, it has to get done and it's not going to get out of your head. Just go do it because you're going to be there, but you're not going to be there. Mm. You're going to be with your family because yeah. you said, I'm going to be here for three hours and that's, I have to, I have to be here for three hours and not touch my phone and not touch my computer, but that's going to be in your head the whole three hours. So your, your yeah. kids know you're not present. They know yeah. you're not there. And my kids will even say like, oh, can we, can we like watch a movie, but like, don't bring your phone. And so I tell them, I say, okay, I have to finish my work. And then at this time, then we can do that, you know, but I have to get through these emails or whatever that is. And that, that exact, so I give them the exact number and then that's very helpful for them because I yeah. think kids can feel like our business kind of overtakes us. And, and especially because I did start working a lot more hours with the divorce and things going on. So my kids are like, why are you working so much? They're kind of like freaked out. And I'm just like, mom, I got to pay the bills, you know? Um, and so, you know, I think like we have to, you know, find those different boundaries with mm-hmm. our kids. But yeah, if there's something that's like really important I need to do for work, I just tell the kids like, Hey, like, that's just give me a minute. Like, yeah. Here, here's some candy. Leave me alone. You know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> or, <laughs> like kids are very intuitive and they understand like if you tell them the truth, you sit, if you sit, you know, to their level and say, I will be back in five minutes. I just have to take care of this really quick. And then you take care of it. And then they know that when you do that, you are back and you are connected. Yeah. They get it. They won't throw it yeah. because they get it. The problem is that we, we think they don't understand. So we don't really talk to them and let them know. We just exit the room or, you know, say, I'll be back. Or, you know, we just exit or just, you know, ignore them. Or, you know, we tell them a lie. A lot of times people tell, you know, like just mm. be really, really honest. And, you know, I've worked with two-year-olds and three-year-olds that, you know, kind of sat in my chair, like I'm ready for therapy session. Like, like they are very intuitive. They know. Yeah. I, I've had three-year-olds tell me, you know, tell me, I'm, I'm going to tell you something, but I can't tell mom because she's going to cry. Right. I've had three-year-olds, three-year-olds say things like that. So our kids know. So just having a yeah. conversation um, and letting them know I'm here. You can talk to me. Um, it's okay. If I cry, you cry. We can cry together and then we can keep moving. That's what, that's what brings harmony because we're yeah. constantly going to meld personal with business life. You cannot, you know, completely separate it because mm. that's going to drive you even more insane. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. My oldest son, he actually kind of knows like when the time is to like talk with me if he needs to talk about mm-hmm. something, which is usually like once we're going to bed because then his brother is in his room and then he could come and like say stuff to me, you know? And so he kind of like has his like routine, like every single night. It's like, okay, here's therapy session with mom, you know, <laughs> like, but like, it's the things he wants to talk about that he doesn't want to mm. say in front of his brother, you know, that he doesn't want to say in front of other people. Amazing. He wants to talk to me. And it makes me so happy though, because I'm grateful that he trusts me enough to do that. Because a lot of, I don't think all nine-year-olds just want to like say those sorts of things to their mama, but you know, it makes me, it makes me feel like, you know what, he's aware and I'm glad that he's aware because then when he needs the support, he's going to ask for it. And I think that's going to make him a much better entrepreneur because he already is entrepreneurial. And obviously, you know, this is a household he's in. Um, So he's already entrepreneurial. So I think that it's going to, you know, be of service to him when he's older to know like, it's okay. I can ask for support when I need it. If I'm having a really bad day, if I need someone to just cry on their shoulder, he does reach out. And so I think that's, that's so, so important. And I think, and I really hope that I have, um, you know, shown my kids like 
I, I do take care of myself. I've had spiritual coaches. I've had like every type of therapist. They know I have therapy. Like, you know, so I hope that I'm being a good example to the kids. That's just one thing for sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, Damaris, this is amazing. Now, before you tell our audience, you know, where they can find you, I just want to say, like, first of all, thank you so much for everything and just for your service, you know, for impacting so many lives, for, you know, being a therapist for so many years. That's not a joke. Like, that takes a lot of work, um, a lot of, uh, I guess, tenacity, just just to be able to help other people and just be able to take in all of that. So thank you so much for, for doing that. And um, as we wrap up, do you have anything like any pointers to share with the audience before you tell them where to find you? Yes. Um, you can find me at adamarismendoza.com. So that's pretty easy. Um, but, you know, the important thing uh, as an entrepreneur and this 2019 um, is, is the year of visibility and connection. So there's so much noise out there that if you want your business to stay relevant, um, you really have to be able to be seen by your audience and connect with them. And that can be very, very stressful um, mm-hmm. because you have to be vulnerable and it's, it's energy, right? You, when you're communicating with people, it's energy. When you're showing up, is energy. Um, and so that can be very, very draining physically and emotionally and mentally for you. So I would say, yes, let's go for visibility. Let's go for connecting. Let's go for growing our businesses. But this year, you might have to intensify um, the support that you really have around you uh, so that you can withstand that and show up, but not, you know, destroy yourself in the process, which in the end, I, like at the beginning of this year, so many of my entrepreneur friends were sick. They couldn't speak. Mm. Um, you know, it was all respiratory. It, it was all about visibility. They couldn't speak. They couldn't show up in their businesses. Their body was like, I can't handle this. I'm shutting mm-hmm. you down. So wow. you, want, you don't want to wait until that's, and the medications weren't working. So many reached out to me because their medications were not working. And I'm like, yeah, wow. your body's like not going to let you do it. So, you know, get the support you need before that happens. Mm. Because then when that happens, you're shut down. I had a friend that was shut down for a month because she wow. couldn't speak. So, you know, get the support before you find yourself in the abyss. Because this year is going to be a tough year. It's going to be a great year for, for everybody. It's going to be great if you put, you know, your effort into it. But it's going to be tough as well. So you need to really prepare, um, you know, put some cushion in there um, mm-hmm. so that you can you still show Love up. it. Amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm so grateful for you. Everything you've said today, I'm just like, oh, this is just so reigning true. And I'm, I, like I said, I'm so, I'm just so grateful for you and the work that you do in the world. And, you know, everybody, you know, go to her website. We're going to be making sure we post the links and all the show notes. And, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm just so grateful for you. This is, this is incredible. So any last words, Jasmine? I'm just happy to be here, you guys. This is wonderful. And what I love about these podcasts, you know, these interviews is, I get to learn so much about, you know, our guests and also everything that they're doing in the world. So it's it's always enlightening. So thank you. Thank you for lending us your ears. Please subscribe, rate and leave a review so we know we're not talking to ourselves. If you love this episode and would like to dive deeper into healing your mind, body and soul, make sure to check out bravevisibility.com forward slash circle to join our membership. Every month, we'll provide you with new trainings and resources on maintaining a healthy mind and most of all, a safe space to share and grow. Go to bravevisibility.com forward slash circle 
where you can have full access for $20 a month. Remember to use hashtag BraveVisibility when sharing this episode online. Follow us on social media at BraveVisibility and catch us on the next episode. Till then, live bravely.